Hey fam, good to see you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Before this episode starts, I just wanted to remind you listeners and viewers that you could have an opportunity to do a one-on-one prophetic listening session with me on this very podcast if you leave a five-star review on our Apple channel. So please go to the Apple channel um, and leave a five-star review, not just a rating, a review so that I can actually see your screen name um, and be able to select uh, your your screen name. So if you leave a review between um, uh, October 26th and November 15th, which is tomorrow, then I will select uh, one or two listeners who've left a review and you'll be selected uh, to do a one-on-one session with me on the podcast. So please make sure that you do that. Um, The window closes tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Thanks guys. Hey fam, welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast, the art of hearing God's perfect will. The podcast that invites you to tune into God's guidance and discover his flawless plan for your life. I'm Michelle Honora, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm an author, speaker, and spiritual direction coach, as well as the founder and director of the Center for Prophetic Listening. In a world filled with noise and distractions, finding clarity in God's will can be a challenge, especially if you're facing significant life transitions. Whatever challenges you're encountering, you're about to learn how to discern God's perfect will for both significant and everyday situations. So tune in, open your heart, and embark with me on this sacred quest to hear God's voice and discern His perfect will for your life. Welcome to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Hey, fam. Welcome back to the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Super stoked for this particular episode. I have a special guest joining me. Um, She is just... I consider her a dear friend at this point. Her name is Dominique Lester. And Dominique is a renowned speaker. Um, Guys, she's on a TEDx talk, okay? She's a speaker. (laughs) She's an archivist. um, She works with museums, universities, and libraries to provide necessary context and storytelling for their exhibits. She's also the founder and um, an owner of the Lester Company, uh, which is a really powerful uh, consulting company that helps to uplift, honor, and tell stories that represent um, the lived experiences of diverse voices. She's basically a powerhouse, guys, and uh, I'm super honored that she is on this podcast. Dominique, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. It's so kind. I do also consider you a very dear friend, so thank you so much for the invitation. Yes, of course, of course. I'm super excited for um, us being able to do this. So, um, Dominique agreed to to hop on this episode because I like to do basically every other episode is dedicated to doing a prophetic listening session with somebody who hasn't done it before. Uh, and we were talking a little bit before I hit the record button, uh, just to give her a little bit of context for what prophetic listening is. Because Dominique, you are familiar with uh, spiritual direction, right? Yes. Okay. But how would you describe um discernment and and how it developed in in your own walk with god so i would define discernment as this innate feeling or at least my inclination my um, version of it how discernment shows up in my life because i it may look differently in others Mm -hmm. Um, but how discernment really shows up in my life is this gift that i can't really describe of a knowing. Um, it's usually a knowing 
And I know that knowing isn't an appropriate verb, but we're just going to have to roll with it. No, that works. Um, it's a knowing. It's a, a sense. Sometimes it's it's not necessarily a sense of a left or a right. It's not also off. Sometimes it's not a sense of a up or a down, a left or a right, a yes or a no. It's just a sense of, um, how would I describe it? A sense of alignment and a yeah. sense of out of alignment. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because that out of alignment could be to the left. It could be to the right. You know, it could be in any given ways. Um, but for me and how it shows up in my life, it is a sense of that fits or that doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's just a sense of knowing, am I in alignment? Does this thing, this situation, this environment, this school, this job, this partner, this, I mean, just this grocery store, it really could be like, could I not, <laughs> should I not be at this grocery store right now? Um, in alignment with God's will and direction for my life. And that can, like I said, it can range from the big stuff to the little stuff. Um, for me, it also shows up a lot. And I know I just don't have another, this isn't the word that I might professionally or publicly use, but it's the only word that I have for it. But I get great senses of, um, to use the word deja vu. Yeah. I don't, I don't know necessarily how I feel about that word, but it's the only one that I can think of in our modern language that mm-hmm. describes it. It happens quite often. Um, and for me, they're very large feelings of, I've either been here before, done this before, this, I can usually tell if I'm on what I call the front end or the back end of it, of like, mm-hmm. this, I'm going to experience this feeling, this situation, this setup again. So mm. pay attention in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, or I experience what I know to be the back end of it, meaning I've been here before, or this experience feels familiar or something about this. And usually again, for me, at least how I understand discernment, it's just a sense of knowing it's a sense of alignment and pay attention. It's usually just a call from God to pay attention to yeah. where I am or what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like mystical in a way of like, oh, this is going to happen again. I can, it's not predicting the future or seeing the past it's mm-hmm. really just an alignment of pay attention mm-hmm. to this moment yeah yeah it's a um it's like he's given you a spiritual sensitivity to okay. know what's happening around you and what's happening in the atmosphere and um i love that you describe that sense of deja vu because um for, again for lack of a better term we I've experienced that now, not to the degree, um, or, or scale that you, you have, I'm sure. But, uh, and sometimes I wonder about that. I'm like, God, what are you trying to tell me? in in that, why am I experiencing that? It feels like a pre, like you've given me a preview. Yes. That one spirit. Yeah. That I have that. And I wouldn't say it all the time, but I have it so assuredly Mm -hmm. that I may not know what it means. I may not know if you like, have I had this feeling before? Are we uh, something like that? But it is always a moment to just pay attention, mm-hmm. even if I'm not quite sure w- what the reason is. But sometimes ours is not to know. Ours is just to follow and do as instructed. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it's to pay attention. Um, something in this moment matters mm-hmm. for his greater good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know often what that means. I just try to pay attention. <laughs> um, and then it happens also in dreams. Mm. Yes. I have experienced that personally where I'll have a dream and then, um, and sometimes I don't know why I had the dream, but I'll experience that the moment either the next day or a couple of days later. And I'm like, mm. I dreamed about that. I dreamed about, 
God, look at you. <laughs> See, mine is actually not necessarily, um, I've always wanted that, but that mine isn't necessarily, I've dreamed about something and then it happens the next couple of days later, though. I, that, I just think that's so fascinating and wonderful and such a beautiful gift to have, you know, maybe mine is very <laughs> much a, I will, I, I, this feeling, and I think it's all tied into discernment, but for me, it's the feeling of this dream mattered for a reason. So pay attention. Mm. I have this knowing, um, or I have this, I I believe that I have this knowing sometimes in some dreams, it could come months or years in between, but there's dreams that are very real, very prominent, very focused, very, um, in full living color, very Mm. vivid, very specific. They're very like crystal clear movie. And it's a, it's a knowing of, this is important to something. Pay attention. Yeah. Do you it's keep usually more journal? like a left? I don't. Maybe I should. We should talk about that. Think about it. Think about it. Yeah. I will. <laughs> when I started keeping a dream journal, I started getting more vivid and detailed dreams. And mm. God started planting very specific symbols and messages in those dreams. And it was almost like he was stretching my capacity to interpret what Mm -hmm. uh, the dreams meant. And I think I I personally believe that when we start to write down either the things that he tells us, be it in our conscious state or in dream state or whatever, that he entrusts us with more and more because we're stewarding them. Um, So yeah, I, I strongly encourage like having a dream journal, checking that stuff out and, and just seeing what he does with it. You know, um, I 100% agree. I, a few years ago, I actually started a practice. It wasn't a dream journal, but it was a gratitude journal. Um, and I did a gratitude journal every single morning. And I, in looking back over it, I noticed that same stretching mm-hmm. was happening within my gratitude or within my life. And I felt like it was as a response to this intent intentional seeking of gratitude in all things like seek ye first and it was this intentional pushing of gratitude even on rough days even on the worst days Mm -hmm. even in the midst of we we don't even have time on this podcast (laughs) to go into it but even on everybody's had that day or that week or that month or that season Mm -hmm. and you still keep up that gratitude practice and I felt like you know, you've been trusted with this. And so you could see things grow and multiply within that practice. So I, I, I'd be interested to try the dream journal, but I've absolutely seen that happen in a gratitude journal. With the gratitude journal. Yeah. That's so good. I'm so glad you mentioned that because, um, in scripture, the Lord talks about, um, praying with Thanksgiving, right. Mm -hmm. Not just to, to, pray and supplicate, which we are supposed to do, but pray with Thanksgiving. It's, it's a very powerful, um, tool, an antidote to, (laughs) to depression or despair or discouragement. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, okay. I love this conversation. I love how, where it's headed, but I'm also excited to do some prophetic listening. So you ready to jump in? Let's jump in. Okay. Um, what are kind of the top, let's just say three questions that you have on, on your heart that you would want to ask the Lord about? You know, honestly, I was thinking about that in preparation for for our time today. And and I know this isn't the right answer, but I'm going to go with it because it's not as I I don't necessarily think I have questions 
okay. for the Lord. Um, I think I have a bended knee and an open heart mm. to receive whatever is in his will for me to receive mm-hmm. when I'm meant to receive it. Okay. I feel like I've kind of taken a step in life around that. Don't necessarily, um, I, I very aware and understand, and at least in my belief that God is not afraid of our questions. And he is certainly not afraid of our, our, our anger, our questions, our confusion. I think he is the God that can handle. I think he is the God that is not afraid. I think he is the God of, of clarity mm-hmm. and of timing and of provision. Um, but in terms of questions that I would have, that is really hard for me. I think there's always things in life that we all struggle with. I think whether it be job or family or future or homes or schools or things like that. And I have those concerns too, but I also have this, I think because I've been working in gratitude for so many years, I have a bended knee and an open heart Mm. to whatever is mine to receive when it's time for me to receive it. So I think I'm just very open. It's not an answer to your question, but it is the most honest, vulnerable. Well, that's where you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you are. And, and I think that that's beautiful. Um, you know, bended knee, open heart, fully in submission to, to the Lord and what, whatever he wants. Um, and so that's great. I mean, if there isn't any, well, a couple things that I, I tend to do. So, um, sometimes maybe you're not seeking an answer for a specific issue or problem or concern, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you just want to do a check-in <laughs> with Holy Spirit and be like, hey, is there anything mm. you want to tell me? Uh, and I like doing that every now and then. Usually I will have something on my mind. I'm like, Lord, we need to talk about this. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, sure. but for for there are other times though, when I'm like, you know what, God, I I am open. So is there anything you want me to know that mm. I don't know, or is there anything you want to share with me that, mm-hmm. um, perhaps I, I just haven't taken the time to, to receive. Um, and if that's not the case, if that's, you know, if you, if you don't want to, that's perfectly fine. Um, but yeah, I just, um, well, go ahead. Yeah. And, and actually I've been in a place lately and fair warning, because I would not recommend getting into this place voluntarily. This is not the prayer that you pray <laughs> when you are um, in different spaces of your life. But I have been in a space where my prayers have looked a lot like search my heart and point out anything that offends you. Ooh, that's good. And that's not the prayer that you want to pray until you are ready to be in that space. That is good. And we talk about it. Um, so for me, I want to be aware or I want to have, I want to point out to me things that offends his heart. Those are the places where my prayers have been like, not necessarily asking for things or, I mean, in my prayers for, for family or for loved ones Mm -hmm. who may be sick or things that they're going through, those are always in my prayers. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I think I always like start out by just gratitude um it's kind of like in in exodus how moses talks about the structure of the the original structure of the temple and the layers and the 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 stages that they would go through uh, from the external to the internal of the temple and those those first sacrifices towards the outside of the temple were all in just things 
And then as you went inner, as you went further inner into the temple, it became these deeper and deeper personal prayers and points of sacrifice. And it was this inner heart work. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've been lately. I, the prayer has been point out anything in me that has been offensive, um, that strays away mm-hmm. from his heart, from his intentions, um, from his ideas, uh, from his his will and his way. That's yeah. really where I've been lately. Awesome. But that comes with a disclaimer. <laughs> That's so powerful. So powerful to step out and and ask God. And I love how you, it's beautifully worded how you said it too, because sometimes I'll just ask God, are there any points of correction that you want <laughs> that you want to give me? Like, is there anything you want to correct me on God? <laughs> well, I will say I can't take credit for it. I think this is from Paul in Ephesians, but I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm pretty sure in Ephesians, he says, um, maybe it's not, it, I'm going to, I'm going to double check real quick, but um, I'm pretty sure it's Paul who says, point out to me anything that offends your heart in mm. a very open, in space, but I want to double check before I misspeak. No, you're um, fine. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'm because <clears throat> I know that David prayed several prayers like that. King it David. may have been. It may have been David. Just want to triple check our verse here. It is. I was wrong. It's Psalms. It's Psalms one thirty nine. What's it? What's it? What's the verse? Yeah, the uh, so I'm going to read from the NLT version of Psalms 139, verse 23 through 24, which reads, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Mm. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Amen. I also love how um, in one of the Psalms, King David says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right yes. spirit in me. Right? Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I've always loved that prayer and I've always also loved that song. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful. (laughs) The intention is still there. I feel very strongly like creating me a clean heart. And with that um, point out in me, anything that offends his spirit, Mm -hmm. um, anything that separates us from his will and from his way. Yeah. So what I want you to do is write that down. Okay. And then what I'm going to do is open us up in, in prayer. Um, I'm going to do this exercise called, uh, clearing the room, um, pulling it directly out of the, the book, um, the curriculum I have for prophetic listening. And basically it's commanding any spirits that are not of God to be silent, uh, any counterfeit spirits, any, Y'all, there's a reason for for those listening. There's a reason why psychics and um, those who are in divination and that sort of thing sometimes have very accurate readings, if you will, um, because they're operating with the demonic realm and and they're operating with counterfeit spirits. We don't want any of that. We just want Holy Spirit. So uh, this this process of clearing the room just creates a safe clear space for us to receive what Holy Spirit has to say. So I'll open us up in that prayer. I'll ask uh, the question um, aloud. We'll take some time to listen. I'll write down whatever I receive 
you write down whatever, whatever you receive or are perceiving. And, uh, and all I need you to do, Dominique, is tell me when you feel like you're ready and that you've, you've heard what, you know, the fullness of what you're going to hear at the moment. Make sense. Okay. That makes sense. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Lord, I just thank you for this time. Thank you, Father, for Dominique's heart to listen and to hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with expectant and grateful hearts. Your word says in James 1, 5, that you pour out your wisdom liberally on all who ask for it. And so we just take you at your word. Lord, we repent for all of our sins, sins of omission and commission. We come to you with clean hearts and pure consciences, and we receive the forgiveness that your son died to give us. We renounce disavow and change our minds over any agreement with the enemy or the things of the enemy. And we plead the blood of Jesus over us afresh. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command any spirit that is not of God to be bound and silenced by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Any spirit of deception, confusion, disorder, any spirit trying to disguise itself as God's voice, I cut off your tongues, I silence your voice, I banish you from our presence and bind you to the foot of the cross. Every last spirit named or not named that is not of God, you are banished from this place, rendered ineffective and completely silenced. We revoke any invitation extended to you, knowingly or unknowingly, by me or by Dominique. Leave now, go to go to the foot of the cross, and do not return. We are children of the Most High King. You are not allowed to speak to us or bring any sort of deception, confusion, or influence of any kind in Jesus' name. And in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over our hearts, our minds, our spirits, our bodies. We command our minds to be silent and still for this session. We place our minds, thoughts, understandings, biases, basically our flesh on the shelf. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to come to a place of prominence inside of us. We invite you to take the driver's seat of our beings, Holy Spirit. We submit our minds, wills, and emotions to you. Let us see what you see. Let us hear what you hear. Let us perceive what you and only you perceive. We want to receive what you have to say through your spotless lens. And we just thank you for your voice, your presence, and your willingness to speak. Let us hear your voice and your voice alone. We come to you with ready and expectant hearts, and we thank you for the revelation that you're about to disclose to your daughter, Dominique. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So Lord, we just lift up this first um, question to you, which is, Father, is there anything as you search Dominique's heart, as you, as you know her inside and out, um, is there anything that you want to point out to her that, that offends you or could potentially be an an issue um, or a place of correction? We just invite you to speak, Lord. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Okay. So way this works, um, you're going to share what you received first. I'll share what I received next and we'll just assess there's correlation there. Okay. 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 What'd you get? So what I thought or was expecting to get were some very, very specific, like point out this thing. Um, and that's actually, I don't think that's what I got. Um, I think what I received was more of direction of continuation and what I mean by that is I have here's the thing y'all I have because I believe or feel that I have this gift of discernment sometimes I know what I'm supposed to be doing very assuredly assuredly and I just for many reasons may choose not to do it or may choose to have other distractions or may choose 
any other path, but I, I usually already know what I'm supposed to be doing. And so as I was listening and during our prayer, I was just like, all right, fine. I have felt for a while that I could give more um, to the body of God by helping teach, educate, pour into um, God's children, specifically through his word Mm -hmm. and teaching, leading, helping, assisting um, people within various communities, maybe within my church, whatever it may be, of how to read God's word. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that that is where we learn. I believe that is the, um, the place where we learn about God's character, Mm -hmm. God's faithfulness, God's goodness and trueness. It's in the word of God. And I believe that I had, I have been blessed with a gift of reading and learning this text Mm -hmm. um, specifically do not ask me to stand on the stage and give a sermon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do, or or in this space of the prophetic listening space, I don't, I don't know necessarily how I operate in that space, but what I do feel very strongly is that I'm, that a role that I have been called to play more in this body, you know, the hand has a, a, a role and the eye has a role and the ear has a role. But I think the role that I've been, um, asked to play is to help um or the the role that I think I've been asked to play is to help God's children particularly newer disciples to read and learn and understand this theoretically really complex book Mm -hmm. uh, or library of books Mm -hmm. um, and help to find God in it and not just in the these and thou's and those but mm-hmm. really understand what he is trying to share um, and teach us in our modern day life. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I have felt for a while, but I was just like, Lord, I got this business, mm-hmm. <laughs> got mm-hmm. this house. Um, with what time, dear Lord? Yeah. Um, but I think what I was hearing was, you going to do it or not? Nah? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like God. <laughs> like would you bring Michelle into this for you gonna do this or not you know even as you were saying that I just felt like the Lord is saying I can give you capacity Mm. I can give you capacity Mm -hmm. (laughs) you gonna do this or not God is such a sassy one sometimes I mean if you've read the Bible that I've read there's sass all over it oh yeah Um, (laughs) but you know I think it it looked like how are you going to if I have and and in my outside in my professional space I guess I am an archivist and essentially what that is and means is that I have I'm way over educated essentially in historic objects um, records documents um, the history making of things and have I've always just had this um, understanding of the bible even in college, I mean, in high school, I just, I just, I've always gravitated towards it um, as a part, as one part of a spiritual um, wholeness. 
Mm-hmm. It's 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 prayer. It's reading. It's fasting. It's it's community. It's it's lots of things. But I think there's a component in our modern day society where um, the reading of God's word and the reading and and um, the meditation on God's word gets lost in our society. Um, it's slow. It's hard. It's not easily understood and it's not easily interpreted. Um, it's not easily explained, and so yeah. it can often easily be left out. Yeah, there's rampant biblical illiteracy um, in this day and age. It's pretty startling to see. Um, so it doesn't surprise me he's called you to do that. And it basically sounds like it was a reminder. <clears throat> it was more of a reminder. Yeah. It was more of a like, all right, there's a place in which I believe that I've been asked to just lead a little more mm-hmm. um, and be a good example mm-hmm. for my family um, for my community. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So what I heard was immediately I heard the Lord say, trust me. (laughs) I heard him say, um, there's a greater correction. And then immediately he put kind of like an addendum, there's a greater course correction coming. And I got this sense that there was this excitement, um, of what he's about to lead you on, that it's going to be like, you're, you're going down this course in this track and he's going to like, Hey, we're going to go here instead. And, but there it's a gift. There's a gift in it. Um, and then I heard him say, um, your heart pleases me. And he emphasized, she needs to know that. And then he said it again, your heart pleases me. Well done, good and faithful servant. So that's what I got. I love it. I, um, wow. It's hard to hear that sometimes, but good to hear that because I think in my, in my heart and space all I want is to please his will yeah that's all that I genuinely actually want but sometimes you're not sure if you are sometimes you're not sure if you're hearing it correctly you're sometimes you're not sure if you is that right did I like uh, did I hear that right Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's other people's experience but you you try so hard you you want so hard you become offended by things that offend him yeah um and to, I think one of the things that I have often struggled with is the idea that I might be doing enough. And so you try to do more mm. um, because you're not sure if you're doing enough. So you try to do more and you try to do more and you try to do more and you try to do more. But at one point, at least in my experience, sometimes you feel like, am I doing everything and still not doing enough? And I don't think that that is his heart. No, no. He invites us to rest. Even rest his word is a commandment. Says, it's a commandment. It, it is, right? Sabbath. And it even his word says that he he gives his children sweet sleep. Mm. So um and there's also, I believe it's in Psalm, is it 145? It's one of the later Psalms where it talks about um uh unless the Lord builds the house, the workers work in vain. Mm-hmm. And, um, so basically telling his people, 
it's useless for you to rise super early and work super late and strive and burn yourself out. Um, if, if you're in me and you're my child, I, I mean, doesn't he, doesn't he also teach us that, um, to, to work and to leave, take only for that day, the bread of the day mm, mm-hmm. and to leave on the leave, don't go out to pull, to collect mana on the, on the seventh day mm-hmm. because it, or don't try to store up extra. Don't mm-hmm. try to over, uh, because it'll turn to worms. Yeah. The maggots. The maggots. It turn, it's yeah. a, turned to maggots. Um, I think there's some very powerful lessons in both of those. Absolutely. Absolutely. So even this thing that he's calling you to do to, to step out into teaching and stuff, I almost feel like the, the speaking that you're doing is preparing you actually mm. for the pivot, okay. whenever that happens to, to teaching, um, teaching the word and even everything that you're, you have been doing your, your, um, your career as an archivist, your education and history, it's all building. And I'm not saying this is the ultimate end all and be all that you're going to be doing. Um, I, I don't know, but it is contributing, I believe, to the direction of teaching his word in integrity and in academic accuracy, um, which in turn will increase the faith of those who learn from you. And so, I wonder if that's where the shift is the greater I, correction. I believe maybe it. it's not just with me. Maybe it's a greater. Correction. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and, um, just close us out in, in prayer. I just want to pray God's blessing over, uh, the direction that he's leading you in. And I'm excited. I, I think it's, it's going to be bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Um, so Lord, we just thank you for this time. Uh, I, Father, I thank you for Dominique. I thank you for the blessing that she is, the um, just the intelligence and the poise and the grace that she has, and that you have uniquely designed her and fit her to to speak words of truth um, to, to numerous audiences. And Lord, we lift up these words that you have spoken over her um, about the direction that she's shifting into and the things that you've called her to. And we just trust you, Father, to guide her so that um, I even pray like an Issachar anointing over her, that she would know the times and the seasons, that she would know when to shift, when to pivot, um, and when to when to wait. And we just ask you, Lord, to to continue to sharpen her discernment and give her such acute um, wisdom and direction that she's able to just move, um, flawlessly and seamlessly with, with the move of your spirit. So we lift up these words to you. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. If there was anything that was spoken, that was not of you, let it fall to the ground and be forgotten. But everything that was of you, let it be protected and sealed in the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Um, just bless her, protect her and cover her in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So thank you for letting me do this with you. For those who would ask you, Dominique, like prophetic listening, what the heck is that? Um, And I bet they're going to ask you that when you share it with your friends. So how would you describe prophetic listening? I would describe it as a facilitated conversation. Mm. I would describe it as a facilitated conversation, as a facilitated spiritual conversation. Um, I would categorize it as or not categorize I would describe it as um you know there's the gift of song there's Mm -hmm. the gift of dance there's the gift of preaching and teaching and prophecy 
there are numerous gifts and ways that we enter um, into conversation and into alignment. And this is another one. Yeah. Beautiful description. Did you like it? I did. Okay, good. (laughs) I did. Thank you. Awesome. If people want to learn more about your work um, Mm -hmm. and where they can find, um, you know, you as a speaker and, and your company, the Lester uh, company, how, where, how can they find you? Super easy. Actually. I'm, I'm lucky. It's the Lester company everywhere. The Lester company.com Lester company on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on anywhere. It's all spelled out, all, all spelled out the Lester company um, on all major platforms. Awesome. Awesome. And um, we will have your link in the description for your episode. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And thank you guys for watching this episode of the Prophetic Listening Podcast. Um, You know where to find me, propheticlistening.com. We will see you on the next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Hey, fam, fam. I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this episode. I really, really hoped that you were blessed by it. If this taught you anything, about hearing God more clearly, about listening to him with other people. If it inspired you watching other people connect with the voice of God, I want to encourage you share this show. Don't be greedy. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share this show. Let other people know about the prophetic listening podcast, share it on your social, text a friend about it, bring it up in conversation, whatever that looks like for you. Also, if you could do me a huge solid and leave a review, guys, that helps increase visibility. There is nothing like word of mouth traction. So please leave a review. Lastly, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Michelle Honora. You can also find my work, my resources, my e-courses, as well as the certification program on www.propheticlistening.com. Thank you again. Tune into the next episode. We're here every week. Can't wait to see you on the flip side. God bless.